It's Whitney. And Amanda. Welcome to Girls on Top. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Hey, friends. So Welcome back. So today we have some fun stuff to talk about. Whitney and I are going to share some of our own personal experiences. And we're we're both, well, Whitney was a single mama. I was. Well, I, I wouldn't say I, is. I still am yeah, not married, obviously in a relationship. Yeah. You're a, a single mama while going through the process, but I feel yeah. like you are, you have been for a while. Yeah. So we definitely have all of the advice, tips, tricks, red flags, green flags, and we are going to go through it. And honestly, even if you're not a single mama and you're just single, a lot of this advice will be good too. Totally applies. Yeah. And, and for the guys, guys, I feel like some of this might help the men too, who are dating or possibly already with a single mom. Yeah. So let's dive in. Let's do it. And if you guys hear birds chirping, my window is open and my cat is sitting right here too. So things might be getting a little wild over here. So if you hear weird noises, that's what it is. We always have like our pets in the background. Yeah. They're just getting used to them right now. Yeah. There, there's always some sort of chaos or something happening. Oh, and it looks like there's a random car parked outside my house right now. So that's cool. Whitney's still trying to sell her house. So yeah. The, okay. The weirdest thing happened too. So what day is today? Wednesday. So on Monday, this random old couple, I don't even think I told you about this, Amanda. They were walked into my backyard what i was outside and they were probably like i would say later 70s they're like can we look in your yard and i'm like sure you're like like, why and they're like well we're interested in your house and i'm like okay and then i was talking to them a little bit and they're like well would you mind showing us inside and I'm like, I don't think that would be a problem but let me call my realtor yeah so long story short She's like, do you feel safe? And I'm like, yeah, like they're old and like nice and they're not going to do anything, but I'm not going to take you. They're not going to kidnap me. They're not going to kill me in my house. So I showed them my house and I'm like, well, now I'm putting realtor on my resume. Oh my gosh. What if they are the ones that like want to put an offer in? Wouldn't that be crazy? That'd be amazing. Well, we did get two offers over the weekend. So do they hopefully. tell you like who the offers are from or is that like, all yeah, they're different? so their names are on the, like the paperwork. It says the person's name and okay, all that jazz, but it's cool. I feel like at this stage of the game, I probably could just be a realtor. Not that I like no math or anything, but like the behind the scenes stuff, like the pictures, all that, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, I've always heard to become a realtor, it's kind of a hard test to pass. Yeah. When is it? I think it's just one. Is it one test or two that you have to take? I don't know. Maybe different states are different. Obviously, that's so true. Like, someone, like one of my girl, my girlfriend's husband just like decided to become one. Like, he kind of does it on the side and stuff. And he studied for like a long time and he did pass the first time. But I don't know. I'm just at the, the age of my life where I'm like, I am so over testing. Yeah. Sober testing and don't make me do math, please. You have to know like square footage and like, I feel like you have to be relatively good with numbers. So thanks, but no thanks. I'll admire the aesthetic of a house for sure. 
Yeah, but, I can be like, this is really pretty. Yeah, I love your house. It's so beautiful. I love the white kitchen. We're not going to give them like actual facts about the house. Yeah. They're going to be like, this, how's that? The how's closet that is phenomenal. Look at all the mirrors. Look at all the space. Yeah. <laughs> Square footage. Real What's that? <laughs> Does that really matter? No. Yeah. So exactly. that's a fun thing that happened for you this week. Yeah. How's your week? Um, my week is good. So I'm trying to think. I know I had to think too. I'm like, what day is it? What's happened? Yeah. So it's all a blur. Miss Nova, my puppy had her first ear infection. Totally sucked. She was so down in the dumps, but we're getting over that. And then, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot exciting, just work and normal life, which is okay with me. I'm okay with just normal life right now. Yeah. Sometimes normalcy is like the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I feel like if you are a parent that works from home or like is a stay at home mom, dad, whatever, right now, it's like life is just chaos in general, having kids yeah. home, toting them around from point A to B to C to D, back to A and all around. Well, I agree. And And didn't you say you're driving somewhere tomorrow, like two hours away? Whitney, Whitney, this is how much I love Whitney, you guys. So I'm driving. Let me hear it. Tell me. Driving like, I don't know. Someone's told me it's an hour and a half. Someone told me two hours, but I don't really know yet. But we'll just say an hour and a half. But I'm driving an hour and a half one way to take my daughter to softball for a game and then back and then probably sleep six hours hours. get up yeah and then I'm driving to Whitney to the lake which by the time you guys hear this we have already went to the lake yeah but I how much I miss her and love her I love you so much I'm so excited I know well and I I kind of relate because I'm going to the lake and then I'm driving to the cities for a week for one of my for my son's sports we will be in Minneapolis all week next week for a hockey tournament so I get the traveling like and I honestly I don't remember traveling this much when I was in sports as a child. No, we didn't. Honestly, we did like the rec stuff and it was like a month long. And yeah, we didn't have uniforms. We had T-shirts and same. like I remember like rec soccer, like the big oversized, massive shirts. Yeah. You just play like Saturday mornings in the rain or the snow. And like, that's that. Yeah, I know. And now it's like, you need the cleats. Aggressive. Everything. And whatever. Times have changed. With that being said, I feel like let's jump into how times have changed for single moms. And uh, yeah, well, and I I was just going to say, I feel like being a single mom, like toting our kids all around to sports and whatever, especially in the summertime. I feel like it's so much more in the summertime, at least for me this summer. I feel like this summer is more chaotic than any other season I've been through. And I feel like for any single parent, it's just, it's so much harder because you don't have that partner there doing it with you, tackling it as a team. So it puts so much more on your plate. Oh, absolutely. Just thank goodness we only have two kiddos each. Oh my God. Parents, I know. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know how they do it. And like, sometimes I look back and I'm like, Jesus, how did I do that? It would be crazy. Like it would be crazy. And I feel like that's something to be mindful of. If you are dating a single parent, like 
if you haven't met the children or aren't involved with the children, that's something to be mindful of. Like we're busy as shit. We have a lot going on. We're juggling so many different things, our own schedules, our kids' schedules, sports, work, everything. So if we're making time for you, be respectful of that because we don't have a lot of time to give. No. And our time is so short and valuable. I agree with all of that, Whitney. And honestly, like breaking plans, like I get things happen, but like if I like pencil in a Wednesday night, sketch in a Wednesday night and you're like, oh, I'm going to go go hang with the boys. Yeah. Go hang with the boys. I, I would be really upset. And usually like if you're in that like beginning stage and you're just trying to like get to know each other and stuff. Now, if it's been a while, obviously, and you, that might be a little different, but when you're trying to get to know someone, like the time is, you don't want to waste your Your lashes look so good right now. Total sidebar, but I was just thinking I need a fill so bad, but I think they look good. So let's kind of Yeah, let's dive into this. And again, this applies for men and women. Do we want to just talk about like green flags and red flags? Yeah. Want to start with that? Okay. So some green flags, for me at least, obviously being a single mom, like was dating, not dating right now, but like I need somebody who is going to be flexible. Yeah. And like open to like, I mean, obviously I would feel, I feel like the standard date nights, like a Friday, a Saturday, now maybe Thursday nights are more common, but like, I mean, maybe the single parent has their kids every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So you need to go on a date night on like a Sunday or a Monday, which isn't your norm, but just being flexible and accommodating of that schedule, I think is very important. And just understanding, like I said before, the time is very valuable. If And if we're willing to give you that time to be understanding that, okay, we're prioritizing this and I don't have a lot of time to give you or to for myself even. So be there, be, be there, there or you Show probably up. won't have a second chance. No. Nope. And like even day, day dates like might have yeah. to something if the kids are in school Obviously, if you're someone who has a job that can't do that, I understand. But even day dates, like on a Saturday or a Sunday, meeting for brunch or something or going on a walk during the day where they can get like a sitter or something to watch their kiddos because I will not like those reverse dates too, where you like go out in the morning instead of the evening are the best. I agree with that. And like, I was just... (laughs) But hold on, this is so funny. I was just listening to another podcast and this gentleman on it was like, if they invite you to a day date, you're automatically in the friend zone. That's what he said. And I was what? like, yeah, I disagree. I, was, I disagree. And and maybe like that would be for someone who doesn't have. Yeah. And obviously like circumstantial. Yeah. But for someone who has children, like an activities going on with their kids and their own work and all that, like you just have to make it work when it works. And right. When I feel like even in marriage, this applies very much. 
Like, yeah. I mean, obviously if you have kids, like your schedules are also very busy. Maybe you can only fit in like a brunch date. Cool. Like make it happen. Yeah. So I, I kind of, when he said that cringed a little and I was like, I don't know if that's true. So yeah, no. And I, I do think it's circumstantial. Like, like we said, and I'm really fearful, like for myself, I guess, introducing my kids to somebody because like in the beginning, let's say you're trying to work around your kids' schedule and when you have them. Yeah. So they don't know you're dating. Your kids don't know. They haven't met this person. But that is like a big fear for me. Like when is so the appropriate time you, to date? Yeah. Like, no, I get that. Are you like, do you mean to let them know like you're dating somebody or just like you're going on a date? No, like, okay, so let's say you've been dating a gentleman for a while, like a month or when's the appropriate or two months or whatever. When's the appropriate time to introduce your children to him or him to your children? That's a good question. I honestly think in any circumstances, like no two relationships are the same. And what works for one couple might not work for another couple. And I feel like every relationship progresses at a different rate too. So, I mean, you can know somebody for five years and break up and know somebody for five months and know the person better and love the person that you've known for five months more than the person you dated for five years. That's true. So I think it just kind of depends on what you both feel is right. And obviously like it depends i've i know like when i was dating like i don't just introduce my kids to anyone like my kids met my ex-husband and now they've met sawyer but they have never met any other person that i've dated just because i think it's important to shelter kids and i don't want them to think like you know people are just disposable in the sense of like okay hi meet this guy i'm dating him okay next week oh here meet this guy that is and obviously our kids are younger too Yeah. And that's kind of what I was getting at because I feel like I don't want my kids to remember their childhood with mom or having men in and out, in and out of her life. You know what I mean? Like, again, like that's just what I feel like is appropriate. So for me, when I feel like it holds more meaning in a relationship too, like it just it speaks to like how you value the person that gets to meet your kids. Like if it's like, okay, well, my kids have met my past like 20 boyfriends, like you're number 21 versus like my kids have met like this one guy. He's the only guy that they've met other than their dad, obviously. And now like I'm going to introduce you. I feel like that's it means so much more than having like all these guys introduced to your kids. And like both of our kids are younger, too. So I think it's kind of important to shelter that them from some of that. Yeah. So I would say overall, we come to the conclusion. Our biggest tip is just hold off on it, introducing them to your kids, unless it's like serious and you've been right for a while. I yeah. Think when we I don't know, agree. we should have looked up some stats on that. Like, I guess I don't know what the standard is. I'm trying to think. Okay. So I, I started talking to Sawyer, like, spring early summer and he met my kids that fall so it's probably like after like talking for probably five months i think that's a i mean i think that's good because they say that somebody can like 
what is it like three months usually is the max that someone can pretend to be something yeah. else and you don't That's really so funny them. you say that i just saw a tiktok about that yesterday from like some therapist yeah and so i feel like after like three five six months like you're gonna know them pretty well like yeah when you've obviously been through some stuff together had like your first disagreement and like you've seen how they handled certain different situations too so yeah so you probably know like is this something that's gonna be long term or not right not to throw the subject out but i know a girlfriend of mine was dating this gentleman and he had i love how we say gentleman it reminds me of my grandma it's so funny i know i'm kind of a grandma i think i think when we had spencer on here he was saying gentleman too and he was kept saying gal i'm like oh my gosh that's so cute anyways dating this guy and in their like separation agreement they had like a time frame like you you can't when they could be introducing kids what was the time frame i feel like i remember it being four months so they have to be seeing each other for four months before you introduce the kids but i've never heard of that before like having an agreement i feel like there's some wild things in like divorce decrees or like custody decrees yeah which kind of crazy again like it's not a bad idea probably to have that but also it kind of makes me think like did they did the other person think that that parent like the mom or the dad was like not intelligent enough to like like no no when it's appropriate, appropriate and yeah when it's not yeah, yeah exactly and also like, like I don't want somebody else like dictating my dating life and I feel like that's very much dictating controlling. that You're controlling yeah so I don't think I would agree to that, but I mean, like it, I said, what works for one person might yeah. not work for another and that's okay. But another green flag or something to remember if you're thinking about dating a single mom or you are, is that kids do come first. Like yep. as yep. a mama, like my kids are number one. They are my number one priority and their well-being and their care is just going to be first. And you have to know that you have to be okay with that. Like you have to come to the senses. Like it's not that nothing against you. Yeah. It's not that we don't care for you or love you or whatever. Not, it's just like they're children. And that's like, and I think like, it's important to put your partner number one too, but like as a single mom, like it's your job or dad, like your kids only have you like to protect them. Yes. I, I agree with you 100%. And I've said that to like any guy that I've dated, like straight up in the beginning, like my kids will always be my number one. Yeah. That's a great thing to just throw out on the first date because yeah, you don't want to find that out six months down the road. And then he's like, oh, you just always had to go to every softball game and every this or whatever. Like, and you then- chose little Johnny again. Well, yeah, little Johnny. I'm going to ride or die for little Johnny till the day I die. So that's that. Little Take Johnny. it or leave it. Little Johnny. And I feel like somebody that's going to make you choose them over their kids when it comes to like that sort of situation it's probably just a red flag in itself like if you're asking me to pick or you're pissed that I'm prioritizing my kids like probably a red flag anyways so just just walk away from that individual in general let's do some more green flags okay I I was just gonna say I feel like that also flows with maturity like I feel like a mature 
male or female is going to understand. Like, of course, you're a single parent. You're going to prioritize your kids. I think that, I mean, to me, that shows maturity. So if you don't understand that and like even vice versa, if I was a single person without any kids and dating a guy with with kids and like he wasn't prioritizing his kids and like always putting me above his kids like oh my kids have like this or this tonight that I should be taking them to but I'm not going to take them let's go to dinner or something instead for me that would probably be a red flag yeah it's attractive when they are involved in their kids life right no matter good quality that I would look for yeah no definitely and it's like I mean yeah it I, I, like I said, I think it just goes back to a level of maturity. And it's like, obviously, we're here to do, we don't want somebody who's immature. We want to be with somebody who is mature. Nova. Okay, Hi, so Nova. I just have to say this, you guys, I so wish we were on live right now. Nova is like trying to climb on me. I've literally taken away seven tennis balls I have behind this desk. Oh my God. She keeps finding them and she's like playing fetch with herself and making noise yeah. in the background. Yeah. Like, Dude, no more tennis balls. Like, like um, stop. 45 minutes of peace. Meanwhile, like my cat, I should just turn my zoom right now so yeah. you can see what I have going on here. Oh, she's so sweet. Oh, don't let her face fool you. She is a little devil. She looks cute, though. But she's just sitting here like perch looking out the window. Like I want one of those birds out there. Yeah, she's kind of dumb, too. Like she'll look out my big front like picture window and try to chase the birds and run smack into the glass. So I'm like, we we're running a house with a bunch of really intelligent females over here, apparently. Oh my gosh. I can't right now. Nova's like licking my face. Okay. Ew, she probably just licked her butt too. I know. Dogs. Stop it. Right. Also, Um, like for me, I guess, if a guy like this would be a really big green, really big green like, like if you ask me about my kids, like, let's say you're yeah. starting to talk to them and like, you're, I'm talking to you, let's say I'm talking to you and you're not, you didn't never even bring up my kids. Like, you know, I'm a mom. You, I told you that before. And you I think that's really weird. It's like, why wouldn't you bring them up? Like, are we avoiding like the elephant in the room or like, yeah, that's like, weird. Wouldn't it be weird? I feel like it would be weird. And like, I guess thinking about it now I have dated some guys like not seriously but like or exclusively but like went on dates with some guys like two or three that never asked anything and thinking back now it's like hmm, maybe that was a red flag that I missed that is because you don't have to get like details but just being casual like oh how old are your kids like you know what I mean like what activities are there in? like yeah showing, showing yep. a little interest yep. like that you like respect that part of my life. And that's a huge part of my life. It's like, you're asking my favorite color and my favorite food, which is, yeah, it's dumb. like, I don't give a shit what your favorite color is. Yeah. But it's like, you don't even like bring up my kids. Like if that's the case, like if we go on like two or three dates and you still haven't brought up my kids, like I'm probably going to politely just okay. say I'm done politely politely just fuck you sir bye (laughs) fucking bye don't mess with a single mom just don't do it yeah no i do not do it 
we'll go like full mama bear on you. I've had a few, few of those moments where I'm like, whoa, who am I right now? So during COVID, Hayden had started school. And so she was in kindergarten and the first week of school, this little boy, I think he punched, I don't remember if it was in the stomach or in the face, but he punched her and she was with her dad that week. And I didn't hear anything about this. Well, then she came to my house for the second week of school and she was telling me about this and like, she didn't want to go to school. It was like causing her all this like anxiety. So I went full mama bear, contacted her teacher and we had a meeting with her teacher and the principal. And it turned out this boy was like bullying all sorts of kids in the class. And I think for a while, if I remember correctly, like he was removed from the class. So it's like, do not mess with my children. Do not fuck with us. Whitney Seriously. will come after you. I will. I, and it's like, I understand like kids can be like little turds sometimes, but like, I'm like, why is this happening? Like, obviously it was bad because Hayden's like very social. Typically she loves school. So it's like, I mean, something had to have happened to like make her not want to yeah. go to this extent. So, yeah. And that that's the right. You did the right thing. Yeah, I I'm think proud so too. Of you. Like, like that was the right thing to do. You well, have to. You have to protect your kids. Yeah. Nobody else is going to do it. And that's just part of our instincts and our heart and our nature. And that's, that's what we're going to do. And even like when you're dating, it's like, if you get a bad vibe from someone and you just can't put your finger on it, you don't want to bring those people around those kids. Like you don't want to do that. And like, I just think like, if you are a male or a female and you're, thinking about dating someone with kids, know your intentions. Know like, I want something serious, like have clear intentions and be honest with that mom or dad. Because once kids get involved in stuff and like, if you're just, oh, I just want to kind of date for fun or I'm casually dating. It's like, fuck no. Like, I don't want to just I'm not here to just casually yeah, date. Like, like I feel like single parents don't have time for that. No, honestly. I don't have time to like because I have a girl girlfriends that are single, they're younger, they have no kids. Like they're going on hinge dates yeah. times a week, which is great for them, but they're in a different place. They're casually dating. Me, it's like this, I'm just like boot first first date going to be boom, 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 boom. This is what I want. This is my intentions. And like, you better have yours figured out too, because don't waste my time. And then definitely don't fuck with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amen. Mama. Amen. Amen. Boys or girls. Yeah, no. And I completely agree. And like another thing that I think is so attractive is when a man plans the dates, like, Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning stages, it's like, okay, we're going to this place or like pick between this place or this place. I'll meet you there at seven 30. And like, I typically first dates, like meet him. I don't let him pick me up, but that's smart. And it's like, we have so much on our schedules as it is that we need to think about. So like if a, if a man can take those little things off of my plate for the day that I don't need to think about, I can just show up such a turn on such a green flag. Yeah. That's another green flag or something that super hot. Like a lot of girls want flowers. Don't get me flowers. We love flowers too. Well, I, yeah. Amanda doesn't. I don't actually love flowers. Don't give me flowers. Like, honestly, like say I'm going to come over and cook you like a meal. 
Like, I don't want to, ha- I'm cooking for my kids, like all the yeah. time. I'm doing the dishes, do the dishes afterwards. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, help me fold laundry on a Saturday morning. Well, and Amanda and I just had this conversation too, back to dishes. Why do men always put the dishes in the sink when the dishwasher is right Right fucking there? there? Why? Like, why? Can somebody please explain that? Like, I please tell us why. Yeah. Like I genuinely don't. It's like, you're making more work for yourself. I know. And like, I like my sink to be empty. So when I see dishes in there, it just gives me anxiety. Honestly, I'm like, okay, like I'm just going to load it real quick. But yeah, it's like the littlest things like that for a single parent that it means the world. Like you don't have to buy me a diamond tennis bracelet the first time, like come over and like, yeah, that would probably be a red flag. If he showed up on a first date, like here's a diamond bracelet. Yeah, exactly. Like Like, I'm going to go now, make me a meal or like, if he hasn't met your kids yet, like this would be so hot. Right. And he knows like you're with your kids, like DoorDash. I was just going to DoorDash us like a meal. Like, honestly, like, Oh my God. Like, yes, that's a, that's a great one. Actually. Like DoorDash a meal or something, or if you live, order us a pizza. Yeah. Have them. They live in the same town, like drop it off, like at the front door and like, that would be so hot for me. But yeah. when you're like, it's, it is honestly the little things for a single mom or dad. Yeah. Dad's might anything, be different, but that's for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, anything that makes like my day flow smoother. Oh God. Like, yeah. Total green flag. Yeah. But obviously if you're going to cook us dinner or like put the dishes away, we're not talking like date one. We're talking like later on down the road or like if you come to my house when my kids are with their dad sort of thing and so like Whitney and I obviously like both of our kids still have dads they're around or in their life but for me I guess like I'm not looking for someone to replace their dad and I think like that's a major ick if or turn off red flag if you like come in and you're like trying to be all aggressive parenting and disciplining like there is a time and a place and like I think a time period where you can help with that but right away it's like no yeah don't come in hot and I think like in the beginning it's more important to like try to bond with the kids and like get that rapport with them before you like insert yourself in the discipline side of things. Yeah. And, and maybe, I think it's important to have those conversations about what that looks like before you even meet the kids. Yeah. Just agree. And like you, you just have to be respectful that they're the mom or they're the dad and they know their kids best. And if something's bothering you, like let's say you're dating a single parent and something's bothering you that their kids are doing like, talk to the the parent first like right yeah in the beginning stages and that's where it go, goes back to yeah, the good communicating don't yep. just yeah if you're like yelling at my kid or anything like that right away I would be like of course like if they're running into the street and it's busy yeah yell then, at like, scream no 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 yeah, yeah yell at them please but if it's but you guys all know what I'm talking about I think you guys all get it yeah that would be a total ick red flag like I would be done like yeah bye you're out of here bye if this is in the beginning stages and that's how you are bye yeah 
Because then imagine like down the road what it would be like too. like not healthy. This is I don't know if this is really off topic. It's still on topic for sure. Let us have it. It's a little spicy, but we like to get spicy sometimes. We do. What about the men that have a MILF fetish? Like, is that? I feel like like that's like very much a thing. I know. But like, to me, like, I've been really thinking about this the last couple of days because I know it's a real thing. I get it. And like, I can respect it. Everyone has their, their things they're into, but I don't want to be like your checkbox. Like, oh, yeah, no, I no, got no, the no. MILF fetish out of my system. I'm good. Like, yeah. And like, so again, like, how do you address that? I guess. Or how do you like, like, what do you say? Hi, are you into MILFs? Yes or no? Check a box. Send them a note. <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, I feel like you are a MILF. Oh, well, thank you. So um, you. thank you. But all the mamas here are MILFs. Shout out to MILFs. MILFs. Honestly, we are. We're we are savage, beautiful MILFs. But I feel like again, maybe it goes back to intention. I feel like if if that's a man's intentions, like yeah. you'll pick up on it pretty quickly in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Like he'll probably seem like pretty disconnected from like the conversation has like one goal in mind kind of thing. And I feel like just generally speaking to when you're on a first or second date, like you can kind of pick up on if that's a guy's intentions. And I feel like that's a new terminology in the last like 10, 15 years. Like I feel like when our parents were dating or even when I was in high school, I don't remember people really being so obsessed about that. No, but I feel like our generation is more commonly like that like it's very common to like meet some have a child and their parents aren't together versus like our generation being like our parents are still together so Whitney what would be some qualities if I was a man and I was thinking about dating a single mom what would be some qualities that would make me be like, oh yeah, that's, she's a great catch. Cause I feel like sometimes, or like, I want to date a single mom. Like we get a bad rep just because of like, oh, she's got two kids. But I do think, like I was saying before, like our generation and the mindset is very different than past generations. I would hope so. Like twenties and thirties, forties, whatever. It's like, we, our mindsets are just very different. And like, when it comes to like dating and like even like therapy and stuff, we're more willing to like seek that out and whatever. So I'm, I'm getting very off topic here, but yeah. like so, some qualities that I do think, sorry, my computer keeps stinging. Like we're mature. And I mean, I feel like at least most of us are mature and we have our shit together. Like we, I mean, we can't, can't be in a place of just like, chaos and whatever because if we aren't our or if we don't have our shit together our world's gonna crumble you know we have little humans relying on us for everything so i mean if if you are looking for a serious relationship i mean i think a single mom is a great way to to go or like at least something to explore just because it's like i mean we're good humans and we've probably been through some shit too so that's what i was just gonna say yeah, we bring that maturity of of yeah. life experience to the table too, which 
not everybody has. And like, for me, I think that that brings a lot of growth just to us as humans too. And Amanda, I know that we've had conversations about yeah, that have. too, but if you yeah. have anything you want to add to that. I agree. And that's what I was going to say is we bring like diversity and like some, I mean, I don't want to say the stuff we went through is baggage because that is definitely not what it is, but we've learned how to get over challenges and different big life events that have happened. You've gone through yeah. a lot in your past relationships and juggling. As so have you. Yeah. And so it's, it definitely like, we know what we want. We have our intentions set and clear and you're not, it's not going to be a guessing game, I guess. Right. Well, I yeah, I feel like at least you and I, and I know like everyone's different, but I feel like for me, it's I've learned through everything and like just being a mom time is valuable that communicating is so important and just being upfront with what we need in a relationship and from somebody and that's just not something that I want to hide versus like before when I was younger more immature just like outliving life it's like I probably wasn't as communicative as I should have been yeah. But it's like, I've learned going through shit that it's like, well, you need to just be upfront about that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. In my twenties, like I was not communicating or my, your t intentions, you don't even know. Yeah. What it's like, he should just know, he should know to just like put the dishes away or yeah. load the dishwasher yeah. or like buy me breakfast or yeah. whatever. And I, I don't know. It's it, it, nothing against people in their twenties who are dating. Cause you have to go through that, but it definitely is different. Your mindset is just totally different. Once you have kids and yeah. you've gone through some shit, like you're just, yep. you aren't going to probably put up with as much bullshit, but you did before. if yeah. you are a guy and you're like, I'm so sick of these girls who don't know what they want and they're dating five guys at once. Like you're probably not going to get that from a single mom. The, the roster babes. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get like, this is what I want. And also like by nature, like typically we're all really loving and nurturing and caring yep. and compassionate, like, because that's how we are with our children or you should right. be with your children if you're not. But I do think that that's a great quality because all my mom friends are super like caring and loving, even in our friendships, like they are yeah. that way versus like if they don't have kids, I feel like sometimes their empathy and stuff is a little like. Oh. And like the level of understanding, I yeah. feel like is very different. It is different. It's definitely different. And like, but I, I will say, I don't think nor Whitney or I or any other single mom wants to be your mom. Like, I don't want no. to have to be your mom that's a whole nother that's issue whole nother we issue. don't want a mama's boy we want a man yes but when it comes to like communicating compassion love uh, it's just more valued in my eyes now yep yep completely agree with that for sure completely so, agree if okay. you're thinking about dating a single mom do it listen to the podcast take everything we talked about into consideration yeah or a single dad or a single daddy yeah. And kind of just know your intentions and give it a try. Do it. Okay. We're going to go into our two questions now. The first one kind of is also playing into the whole dating scenario, but the question is, what are your tips to get over someone? Oh man. So I think my biggest advice is to take them off the pedestal and 
a lot of us are guilty for romanticizing the relationship and just only thinking about the good times and not remembering the bad times. So if you have a good girlfriend or something that you really trust, if you're having a weak moment and you're just really struggling that day, shoot him a text, give him a call and be like, remind me like why I need to get over this person. And they will bullet out some things like he did this, he did that. Like when sometimes you just need that slap in the face again. And then I would say going no contact is probably the best thing because if you are constantly texting or snapping or calling, like you're never going to truly get over them because you're still involving them in your life. And there's still, if you're still in love with them or whatever, not, how do you detach? No, that's all honestly so well said, Amanda. I agree with everything you just said. And just spinning off of the last portion of that, just block them from your social media. Like, I feel like the less that you see them and the less that you're reminded of them, the easier that it'll be to get over. And then put that love back into yourself. Focus on you and doing things that make you happy. Find your friendships again. Get outside. The weather right now is beautiful. Enjoy nature. Just, I mean, find yourself and put that love back into you. And it's going to be really hard at first. Like you're really going to struggle and it's not going to be easy. I'm not going to like sugarcoat it. Like it's not going to be like one day you wake up and you're like, I'm over. I'm like, it will take some time. But yes, if you keep a routine and try to bring yourself around positive people and try to find what you're happy is like Whitney said, hopefully And I think it will happen for everyone. One day you wake up and the first thing you think about is not them anymore. Yeah. And I know heartbreak or getting over someone can be super debilitating, but you just, you just one day at a time and put those boundaries up. Right. Well, and remember that everything happens for a reason. So there's a reason why it didn't work out. And it's not going to make sense today. Probably won't make sense tomorrow. But one day you'll look back and you'll be like, holy shit it all makes sense now why it didn't work out. And I'm so happy that the universe did that. God did that. Whatever higher power you believe in did that for me because I'm so much better off now. You're the fucking prize. You are the fucking prize. prize. Write that on your mirror. mirror. Stop it, Whitney. (laughs) Yes. Get out of my head. That was wild. I know. So just, just find yourself that hype person like Whitney and I hype each other up I have other girlfriends all I can the time call. yes it's so it's, important to have those yeah. girls supporting you and and if you don't have that I mean that's okay maybe that should be your goal right now is to get out find new hobbies do things to to get yourself surrounded by a strong like-minded group of women because your friends truly can can make or break I feel like these kinds of situations that in any hardship like I've learned that it's so important to have good friendships yep you have to definitely have that for just lean on other people yeah this is if this is the time you're struggling it's okay to lean and someday you'll probably repay it back because they'll be in a hard spot right something in life so right We love you. We're rooting for you. And our DMs are always open too. I know I've had conversations with some of you who are going through relationship and marriage struggles and stuff. So don't ever hesitate to reach out to us too. I know 
our DMs are open and we're happy to we chat. We can hype you up. Yeah, we'll be your hype girl. Yep. And then the second question that we have is, why did we start the podcast? Oh, well, I mean. Why not? We, well, why not? And honestly, like, I think we kind of maybe touched base on this when we first started our first episode, but I think Whitney and I have a lot of experience when it comes to different things that have we've gone through in life. We've both gone through a lot of loss and growth and excitement, and we've learned a lot. We've done a lot of self-reflecting, and I think we both want to just, you know, reach out and help as many people as we can. Yeah. And be relatable. Yeah. Just help other people, I think, is like the biggest reason of why. And we just like a man, I don't know if we've talked about like how parallel our parallel are. Like, I feel like everything that Amanda is going through or has gone through, I've gone through or very similar. Both of our kids are the same ages. So I feel like we have just really bonded over the years, just going through some of that shit. So we're like, how can we help and like pay it forward? Because sometimes it is very, very isolating going through shitty situations or like being a single mom dating again, obviously like I'm sure we both have a lot of married friends, so they just don't get it. So just finding a space where we can connect with you on a different level than TikTok or Instagram or whatever, that's just like more of like the pretty curated, whatever you want to call it, word vomit over there. It's like, this is where we can actually open up with you and connect with you on a deeper level and hopefully like help you and laugh with you along the way. Yeah. And just... I think nowadays it's so important to be as raw and open and honest as you can with others because there's so much that people hide and they're ashamed of and embarrassed and whatever not. And Whitney and I were just kind of like, you know what? Like, we're just, we are thankful for the shit that we've gone through and we've really done some self growth and we want other people to know, like, you're not alone. Yeah, you, know? you are not alone. And even if you haven't gone through anything and your life has been pretty cushy and great, which obviously everyone wants, like we still have at some point in your life, you're going to probably go through something. Right. And I mean, yeah. if not, that's freaking amazing. I mean, oof, that is that's a golden nugget. Yeah, you're like the golden nugget nugget or like the golden ticket. Yeah, the golden ticket, the Willy Wonka ticket. Yeah, that's what it was. I is there a golden nugget too, or did I make that up? No, I think like they say, like, isn't there like a golden nugget and like a haystack or something that saying? I don't know. I don't know. But perhaps. Yeah. And but that's kind of why we started it, I guess. I mean, we we want to pay it forward to everyone and we Amanda and I we probably spend a good chunk of time of each week oh on the phone. So we we're like, why not just like share it with the world, right? Yeah. Here we are. We're sharing it with you guys. Yeah. We're here for it. You guys are here for it. We love you all. We do. So on that note, we are going to sign off for the week here. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Have a great love week, you. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Until next week. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.